Hey everyone, it's Long Allen Ice-T, and I want to tell you before the episode starts about Anchor. Now, Brain Buster Radio has been going on since 2012, but with Anchor Podcasting, we've really stepped our game up here, talking programs with you, and we're everywhere now because of Anchor. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any podcast gimmick out there, and that is because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And most importantly for us here at BBR, it is 100% free and 100% ridiculously easy to use. The Marburgers came from on high and said, hey, use Anchor for the podcast. And that's what we're doing. We're using Anchor now and we're everywhere and we haven't been happier. It hasn't been been simpler in the six years we've been doing the show. So if you've always wanted to do a wrestling show or any kind of podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start and join me, Long Allen Ice T, and the Brain Busters and the diverse community that uses Anchor as a podcasting service. They're all using it. You need to get on it. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now, let's get to start talking programs. So you think that you got me? Beat me down, beat me down. Do you think you're on top? Well, I'm not when you left me. I've been picking up steam and I pick myself up. I'm stronger this time. Ready to defy. And no matter what you do, I'm never gonna stop. We're all in, Brainiacs. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it at the Brain Busters for hashtag all in. Welcome to a very special Get Jumpin' Jacob J. Ready for All In edition of Brain Buster Radio. This is not BBR proper, Triple J. This is solely for one purpose, and that's to make sure you're... You're good to go for all Would in. Would you say we're doing this podcast just for my benefit? Right it now? is because Triple J is the only person attending all in in Chicago, Illinois, who does not watch Being the Elite. So there's like a hundred, what, forty of them. So why wouldn't you watch every episode of Being the Elite? BTE, the best thing on your TV. I think the last full episode, again, I'll stress full episode of Being the Elite I watched was probably, I think Adam Cole died in it, uh, to, to the chagrin of Dr. Calzone. So that's been like a year, you know, before he debuted in Brooklyn at NXT. Uh, this is going to be a bit of a departure because I don't want to say that you're all, you're all in order here, but I will say that, you know, you're going to smarten me up for the pay-per-view tomorrow and the storyline. I'm going to keep you in order for All In. 
So you know what the hell's going on. Otherwise, what would it be? You'd be going to just a I'd big... I'd just be going to enjoy a wrestling match. A big what's wrestling so, show. What's so bad with that? Which I almost don't even want to do this show because that's the best part. You're at B, you're at All In without watching being the Elite. You're there for probably two things. The NWA World's Heavyweight Championship and just to be a part of history. Well, I don't think you need more than that. What, what about personal issues? There are personal yeah, issues, though. Hold on, Doctor Calsonis just messaged me live on live on tape, saying, "Yo, what are you doing?" I, let me just tell him that I am uh, right now podcasting with Triple J. Is he all Do in? you want all in? We'll see if Doctor Calzona shows up. Until then, Brainiacs, Long Island's running the ones and twos and keeping this shit in order because I'm all in more so than anybody. Sears Center. We are going there tomorrow. It is in we're in suburban Chicago. What's what's the setting for All In? Where are we? Well, right now it's very corporate. Yeah, I, I'll say that right now. All In's taking place in a office park, <laughs> surrounded by a bunch of t- small, large buildings. Nothing says "do it yourself" in the wrestling <laughs> like tall buildings yeah. with lights on it and, and and extended stay hotels. <laughs> There's not a Motel Six anywhere around here. <laughs> no, there's not. This is one of the nicer hotels that I've ever been in. There's a little, there's a little stove. I'm thinking about running the dishwasher later just to do it. It's being, it's at a, it's in a city called Hoffman Estates. So, <laughs> it's in a, it's in a pretty nice area. This all-in show, but doesn't mean it's not going to be down and dirty and gritty. It is. I mean, you've got. Did you know that Jerry Lynn's a referee for All In? I. I forgot it, but I, I did know that. Yeah, you've got Earl Hebner, Bobby Cruz. Nothing could ever be classy yeah, if Bobby uh, Cruz is involved. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun time, and there's a whole car Triple J needs to get caught up on. You know the matches, but you don't know why they're taking. Yeah, place. I, I don't know why a lot of them are are taking place. You just ask questions. I'll t- I'll bring up the matches, and you right. ask so, what. So before we get to all in, we we've got to start with zero, and and that is zero hour. Zero hour. There's two matches on the card. Uh, the first one it might steal the whole the whole show because the Briscoes are in it. The Briscoes versus two thirds of SCU. SCU in Scorpio Sky and Kaz. So what what's going on? Have the Briscoes been on being the elite? Uh, not really. No. They say, the well, then when they were feuding with the Young Bucks, you saw in Ring of Honor, I'm sure, they said, you could make a camera show real good, YouTube real good. I, I wish that the Briscoes, they can't beat the Briscoes. W- would have, you know, tried to heighten this feud a little bit and doing their own being the, the elite on the chicken farm. Well, they've done Not a few, there. they've done a they, few they DIY have, have, videos. Yeah. Uh, but there's no real uh, feud between SCU and the Briscoes. But there's been some fun going into this match. SCU had a whole training montage episode of being the elite uh, that was just them basically reenacting Rocky Three. But it wasn't really directed against the Briscoes. Yeah, yeah, it was about it was all about them training to beat the Briscoes. Yeah, but the Briscoes train by waking up early and milking cows, feeding chickens. Uh, moving dog houses, cutting down trees, shooting guns, and that, that's all before 9 o'clock. Yeah, that's how they trained. And then you had Scorpio Sky and Kaz training like Rocky and Apollo. And then they even did the ding, ding thing at the end. They were probably stretching. They, Yeah, they stretched. You they think ran the, Briscoes, the beach. Do you think the Briscoes do any stretching before their matches? What, what do they need to stretch for? 
That's what I'm saying. They don't need to stretch. Do a couple of jumping jacks, some sit-ups. I mean, you don't need to stretch when you're bent over all day milking a cow and chasing chickens around. So this one, really no personal issues. No, but this is a big one because uh, you got Kaz uh, in the training montage was ready to quit. But then he got the speech on the beach from Christopher Daniels and Scorpio Sky talked him up and called him the glue of SCU. And, I mean, they... The thing about it, though, is that they're at a disadvantage because they're in the worst town they've ever been in. Do you at least know that gimmick? The, the, oh, oh, yeah, I know that. I know that gimmick. But I'm wondering if the Fallen Angel is going to say that. And may, maybe we'll get to that later because this isn't Chicago proper, I, I guess. Oh, he's originally from Sh- Chicago. Yes, yes. But not anymore. He's uh, he's no, Hollywood. No, not, not anymore. I think, I'm hoping he comes out to uh, Jimi Hendrix and comes out Hollywood Christopher Daniels. Hollywood I would. <laughs> I'd just like to know if Curry Man's going to make it. Actually, a good place for Curry Man to make an appearance maybe next in this over-the-budget battle royal. Uh, a lot of guy in this match, and man, a lot of girl. Just one of them, but a lot. Uh, there is. It's uh, one one thick mama pump. Jordan Grace is the only female announced for this match. She's my pick to win. Uh, there's not much of a storyline going into this other than the winner gets to face Jay Lethal, who has his own angle going into All In. Yes, uh, Jay Lethal, if you tap him on his shoulder, Triple J, I don't know if you know this, he kind of fades into a black machismo type deal. Now, is that going to be the strategy of whoever his opponent is? Do they want to fight you know, the greatest first-generation wrestler, Jay Lethal, or do they want to fight the black machismo? Which is, you know, which is going to be easier? Neither. It's it's going to be an impossible task because you're going to have to win a grueling battle royal and then face the greatest Ring of Honor champion there ever was. Even if it's Black Machismo, he's still lethal. No, I'm going to try to name as, <laughs> I'm going to try to name as many people as I can in this over the budget battle. All right, royal. go ahead. I got it in front so of me. So we know we're going to be down with the thickness. Yeah. Brian Cage is in it. Thick mama, get up! Come on, get down with the thickness. Uh, Brian Cage, Chicago's yes. Chicago's own Colt Cabana is going to be in it. Yes. Virgil is going to be in it. Uh, eh, it's not official. I thought it was official. That's like a, a rumor and innuendo. Okay. Virgil's spreading that on the internet. I'm sure he's in the area, though. I think Virgil's going to be in it. Uh, the Moose. Not 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 Moose the Mark. No, Moose. The, the guy who stole Moose the Mark's The nickname. Moose. There was that, that guy that's a friend of the Bucks. Uh, Cutler, Brandon Cutler. I can't believe you got that one. Yes, uh, the Zombie Princess is going to be in it. He's always dangerous. I mean, in a battle royal, I think he could bring that spike in there. Uh, I hope he hangs someone upside down. I, I don't think WGN America would like that. Uh, who, who else is that's why, Billy Gunn? Yeah, that's why Congo Kong's not in the match. WGN wouldn't allow Congo <laughs> Kong in no, the match. No, thank you. Uh, I'm trying to. I can't really. Aries? Is Aries in the match? No. Austin Aries is not all in. I, I can't think of anybody else right now. You've got... I'm trying uh, to think of the graphic. You didn't say Colt Cabana, did you? Yeah, I said you Colt. did, okay. Uh, Ethan Page. All Ego. Yeah, all I did, Ego. I did not say also that. known as... Uh, something about the, the Jewel. The Jewel Bullet? No. No, that's... No, that's Chase. That's, that's Chase. Chase. I, I don't know. Is this something Chase on the case. All Ego Ethan Page was an impact. Do you know who he was in Impact? No. Like he, current Impact? Yeah. Oh, Last year, uh, he was Joseph Park's cousin. Oh, okay. And he got murdered by Congo Kong. Uh, Marco Stunt. 
Who's Marco Stunt? I don't know. He, I don't know that. Marco Stunt, I can't even uh, click Max on his Roger name. Max Friedman, with... is he in this one? No, but no. MJF is all in. Okay. I don't know. I forget what his match is. Um, and then there's one other great one you're missing. Or two, two you're missing. Legends? No. Well, one's a legend. Yeah, I would call him a legend. I, I can't think uh, well, Punishment Martinez. Oh, yes, yes. The television champ. And uh, the legend leader of Rapongi Vice and Rapongi 3K, Rocky Romero. Okay, yeah. Do you think Rocky Romero is going to have that Ghostbuster proton pack? <laughs> I hope he has a microphone and he raps. <laughs> I love Rocky Romero. Bad raps. They're great. Uh, so, that That's all the announced names. Okay. Do you expect to see... Unannounced names I, I in this do. battle. I do expect to see some unannounced. So will they names. do the entrances dramatically because this is in a Royal Rumble? I, I think everybody's still going to get their own entrance. It's not going to be a, like a I, WrestleMania no, battle a, royal. They're not going to play the all-in theme while you know half oh, of them oh, come yeah. out. I, I, I don't think that's that's going to happen. Oh. Well, I'm going to play the all-in anthem while we talk. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. That, that is perfectly fine. So that's that's our zero hour card. Now we get to uh, we get to the the main card right now. Yes, and uh, you want me to name the matches, or do you have a match in mind you want us to talk about first? Uh, no, you, you go ahead. Well, let's let's start with how about okay. Madison Rain versus Pittsburgh's own Britt Baker. Yes, Pittsburgh. Britsburg versus Chelsea Green versus oh, Tessa Blanchard. That is now, possibly the best four-way ever put together in a, in a, for a women's match on a court. Is there any personal issues on this one? Um, Madison Rain and Tessa Blanchard don't get along in impact. I know that. Chelsea Green's crazy. Britt Baker is the big unknown in this one. Every, even though everyone knows her, because she's dating Adam Cole, baby. Um, she's got a lot, a big opportunity here. Tessa Blanchard's obviously the favorite. It's gonna be tough to beat her. Yeah, I, I mean this is this is gonna be an entertaining contest. It, it sounds like it sounds like this is the wild card. Sounds like there there's a, a sounds like there's a, a four there's way a four going, going outside. We're we're recording this live. On tape here in our palatial palace of a hotel in Hoffman Estates, Illinois, and uh, yeah, there was someone screaming outside the door. Now, I don't think she's all in. Now, who would you put to officiate this match? Oh, who, De- who, Earl Hebner for who sure. Be, who would be a good hands-on ref? <laughs> yeah, Earl Hebner would be a very good handsy ref. Is there a difference between handsy and hands-on? I, I, I think so. We want hands-on, not handsy. What about Rick Knox? Rick the, the Lucha Underground slash PWG. I just keep him away from the Young Bucks. That's yeah, he better not be allowed to call that that's match. That's all. That's all I'll say. I'll, that, although I kind of hope he does. Is, is Fat Elvis on? Uh, is he on the bill for this? I don't I think, think your referees for All In are Earl Hebner, Jerry Lynn, Paul Turner, Rick Knox, and senior official of Ring of Honor Todd Sinclair. What is it? Jerry Lynn like? Does a match speak to him officiating this? And has he been refereeing? Uh, he has refed he a, a few. Yeah, he's refed a little bit. He's an agent somewhere. What, a Ring of Honor? No. I, I think you're going to have to put Jerry Lynn in a high-profile match so he doesn't overshadow the talent in the ring, honestly. <laughs> well, I don't think he'll be the ref for this four-way. This is the only women's match on the card, so a lot's riding on this. 
You got this is you got to have a great women's match in, at least one in today's re- era of wrestling. So they have to deliver. A lot of pressure on these women. Yeah, and I, I think with the talent they got, they can do it. Who are you picking to win? We're, we're picking. Yeah, you got to pick a winner. Oh man, uh, who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for a lot of them, honestly. <laughs> if I had to pick somebody, I think I'll take Brick. Oh yeah, I'm rooting for Brittsburg, I but I don't. Brick. I want. I wouldn't mind if Tessa Blanchard won, but the other two, I don't want. I don't want to see it. Madison Reigns past her prime. No, no, I don't think Chelsea Green's insane. She is insane. Kind of scary, but. If you're Zack Ryder, why would you date her when you know she can probably, like, break a bunch of your toys? Yeah, that is... Maybe she doesn't have access to that room. I hope not. I, I, I don't know. That's your women's match. Then we also have... <gasps> Christopher Daniels versus Stephen Amell. Actor versus actor. Okay, so I think the, the personal issues and the build-up on this one is just that they're both movie stars. And who can be the, the biggest star? Is that about it? And that's what it's 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 basically about this. Christopher Daniels just doesn't like Stephen Amell for a variety of reasons. He thinks he could do a better job. Also, he likes Marvel, and Amell is DC. So whenever he's around Amell, he wears Marvel gear. Uh, Waterworld, you know yes, about Waterworld. Yes, I know about Waterworld. And uh, Christopher Daniels fancies himself an actor, so. He tried to frame Stephen Amell for the murder of Joey Ryan. That didn't work out. Stephen Amell was cleared. So now this match was made, and Stephen Amell says he's going to end Christopher Daniels' career. So we're having a wrestling match to see who the best actor is. Yeah, essentially. But also to see if Stephen Amell can, is more than just an actor who will show up and wrestle a little bit. Can he go all in? in a one-on-one match and beat one of the greats. I don't know. Even if, even at Daniel's age, I, I think he has the upper hand on this one still. He's got, I mean, a lot of years. A lot. Stephen a lot of years. And a broken neck, apparently, that he didn't know that he had. I learned that today. Who? Christopher Daniels? Yeah. Not recently. But in his career, broke oh, his neck and he never knew it. Uh, yeah. How could you pick against Christopher Daniels? Stephen Amell's never had a match. I'm not picking. Unless someone goes all in to help him out. I don't know. Interference in this match? No, I hope not. Okay, what about Joey Janela with Penelope Ford versus Hangman Page in a Chicago street fight? Yeah, now this one I want to ask you. Did they just need somebody to fall off something tall in this match? Is this, you know, the... Is this the big brawling match that has to be on every show? Or or is there any build-up to this? Why wouldn't you want to brawl? Of course, there's build up. This is gonna be great. You gotta it's Chicago. You gotta have a Chicago street fight. It just seems like the Hangman's getting put in too many of these gimmick gimmick matches. Like His nickname's the Hangman. Yeah, but he, he kills people well, with he, telephones. He, uh, see, I don't know about that. And he has talking boots. I did you, you know that his chat, chat me up about that because I don't. Hangman Page had blood all over his boots, so he threw them away. Whose blood was it? Joey Ryan's, we assume, but the, he would have nightmares, and the boots would talk to him. Now, see, this is sounding a little too outlaw and crazy. How are we going to take this seriously with talking footwear and deaths? <laughs> it's all you got to go all in. You got to forget any kind of uh, realism, Triple J, so and just go Joe all in. Janella, is he trying to avenge the other Joey? No, Joey Janela is just a bad boy who's all in. 
That, that's about the extent to his story. But Joey Janela was in the room, and uh, they were all talking shit about him. And he was standing right there the whole time. And he said, you guys are dicks. And then also, Joey Janela showed up at an autograph signing for the Hangman had. And he, uh, instead of a cigarette, burnt it into his hand. He took a Sharpie and stabbed him in the hand. You know? So that's going to be a good one. Also, he's killed one Joey already. Could he kill Joey Janela? You might you might witness a murder. Is there another Joey in the wrestling world that could possibly pop up in this match? Joey Mercury? Jo- I, I, well, I think he's under. I think he works in. Or no, I don't think he's with WWE anymore. I think he's doing his own Yeah, he's not in WWE anymore. It's possible. Um, maybe Samoa Joe. Uh, probably not. Maybe Joe Anoa'i. Probably not. No. Oh, maybe we'll see. Uh, hangman, I'm hoping he hangs Joey Janela. I'm pulling hard for the Hangman in this one. Would you pull the Hangman? The Hungman? Uh, Did you know that that's one of his gimmicks also, is he has a huge dick? Uh, no, I didn't know about that one. That's his whole feud with Joey Ryan, was it? Oh, that was what it was. was about about their dicks. Who's the most famous dick wrestler? Yeah. Man, Triple J. Well, it's good worth, it's good worth sitting down and having this conversation. I'm now. trying to catch you up, but those are such old episodes. It's like trying to remember. It's like if we were having a conversation about, I don't know, Simpsons, and you wanted me to recall episodes from 1993. I could, but we all love Mr. Plow. You got another great one here. Kazuchika Okada, or as you would call him, Kazuchika Okada. Versus Martin Scroll. Scroll is I. I just I, I give up with pronunciation. Marty Scroll versus Kaz Okada, singles match. Now this one I think I know. The, the thing is just that the villain is too small, so he's just been eating to try to put on pounds. That's been part of it. His great friend Nick Aldis has told him to eat lots of donuts. Who's friend? Who's Nick Aldis? Marty Scroll and Nick Aldis are best friends. But Cody's fighting. Oh. Yeah, but they grew up together. Aldis and Marty Scroll are good friends from way back. Back in the day. I wonder in, who's older. In England. They're the, uh, they're the same age. And Aldis looks like he's, you know, 50, but... Yeah, all, Nick Aldis, surprisingly, is only 31. Yeah. And married to uh, Mickey James. Yeah. Who's... How, well, is she 40? Uh, she has to be. Well, I, around 40, I would say. Anywhere between 37. But the big question is, Marty Scroll, is he fucked? I think the answer is yes. That's what everyone's telling him. I, I do want him to come out to... I don't want him to use that more orchestral music that he used whoop, the whoop. last Ring of Honor pay-per-view. That's just not that. Which one do you want? I want the, the regular one that you're thinking about and everybody thinks about. Boom. But at, what was it, Best in the Boom. World? He came out with a, I don't know, a slower one. It was just more difficult to whoop-whoop to. You just want to be able to whoop whoop? Too sweet. Are you rooting for Sherl over Okada? Uh, yeah. I'm rooting for him, but I feel like it's not worth it. He's fucked. But th- but here's one thing. He does have an umbrella for the Rainmaker. Well, he does. And he did say in a promo in the newest Beating the Elite, he's the only one who could stop the rain. It's, good. it's a good feud. Yeah. They're tailor-made for each other. Should be interesting. Uh, I think I'm going to be invested. I think I think, I think Marty Scurll's fucked up. I just the thing I'm looking forward to most in this match is Channing. You are fucked at Marty Scurll. Scurll, Cheryl. Do you think everybody there is going to be smart enough to chant that with you? Yeah. Are there going to be people like me who aren't extremely familiar? No, 
I, the majority of the people it's will weird because I'm very familiar with the wrestlers just not with the storyline you don't watch Being the Elite you don't get the YouTube well I'm, I'm still buffering episode one or two <laughs> right now so well now let's take it Jay Lethal versus the over budget battle royale winner for the ROH title who has the best chance against Lethal slash Black Brian Cage just because of the size and the speed and the power and what he's about, a fucking machine. What about his, his, you know, less manly voice? Do you think that hurts him? And he is, doesn't. I think his voice is plenty manly. I mean, it's not like John Morrison bad, but it's not great. <laughs> what, what's I, wrong with Johnny Impact's voice? It, it, it doesn't fit him. Hey, it's Johnny Impact, Boone the Bounty Hunter. What's wrong with that? He's yeah, he, does, he has it down. Oh, you no, know, a great talent. It just I expected something different. I, I it's mean, not like he's going, hey guys, he's a heel. How about a beat Jay Lethal? Now, if Thick Mama Pump wins this one, is that really going to throw Jay Lethal off? Because you know that's an intergender match that I don't think he participates in. I'd like to see him versus Black Machismo versus Thick Mama Pump would be good. And if he kept calling, because that's his thing is on being the elite. Someone touches his shoulder, Cody will touch it, and he'll say, Dream, it's great to see ya! How has it been? How sapphire? Who, then, who would he call uh, Jordan Grace? <laughs> it's Scott Steiner! What's up? Big Papa Pump! It wouldn't be a woman? <laughs> well, she's Thick Mama Pump. I'm trying to think yeah, who else I he confused. Yeah. I think he called, uh, maybe he called the Bucks, the Rockers, I don't remember. <laughs> Sean Marty! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Um, yeah, Brian Cage would probably have, but I mean, everybody. I think everybody thinks Marco Stunt's gonna be facing him. <laughs> Who is Marco Stunt is gonna end up being the greatest trivia question in wrestling history? Name the name every single person who is it all in, and you're always gonna get stuck on Mar- Marco Stunt. Marco with a K. I, I really want your, you know, not only do I want Jordan to win the match just because I do but I want her to win because I don't think she's going to be able to utilize that bear hug in a battle royal I think that's more of a one on one scenario that's or true. maybe if it gets down to her and somebody else in the battle royal she utilizes the bear hug I'm going to de- I don't know if she wins but I definitely think she's going to eliminate Punishment Martinez you think really yeah and earn herself a TV title shot maybe <laughs> and Bandito with Theo Rossi versus the Golden Elite Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Kota Ibushi. Okay, any personal issues in this one between these guys? Nope, this is just a dream match. This is just a match full just of the all, all six guys that everyone loves going in there, great athletes doing their thing, going all in to entertain the crowd. And according to Wikipedia, this is the main event. I, I don't know about that. Do you that. highly... Jerry. Are you scared no. of the claw? Are you scared of the claw, Moose the Mark? Not when Carrie always does it. <laughs> do, you think any, do you think we're going to see anybody else showing up for this uh, de facto stable of Daniel Bryan's? I mean, the obvious the obvious choice is Luke Harper. Why is the but obvious what? choice? This is the former Bludgeon brother. You know, they, they, they I mean, they had they have very slaughterhouse abattoir imagery with their you know giant hammers they used to beat cows to death with i i presume was the the point of that gimmick and now they've seen the error of their ways you know it's just like serena and uh um you know luke festus 
That's, yes. Do you think? Do you think Luke Harper comes back and then the then AJ Lee is, becomes their Serena and they're just going to shave her head on on live television? I I don't think this is a different kind of cult. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a, man. This is well. This they can reuse about, the hair for something. Who knows? I mean, who cares? Literally, I mean, th- these guys are are out here parading around. You think they're walking from city to city or or using these clean air vehicles? They're flying in these big fucking seven forty sevens like we are. We don't know not, that. Unless yes, they don't we know do. That. Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless you, you don't know that. You think Brie Bella is out there fucking running around in a Prius? Give me a break. I I don't know. I've heard Daniel Bryan is has uh, hand glided to hang glided to many events before. Yeah, one of very one of those, one of those parachutes I heard with a, like a big oh, fan it's... on the back that runs on vegetable oil. <laughs> you know, maybe one maybe they're like uh, my uncle Dave Meltzer and they ride a bicycle everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I hope they fucking fall and break their yeah. finger too. Well, Jesus actually, Christ. that's kind of why I was bringing that up. I've just got breaking news. <laughs> Dave is out of surgery, and it seems like he's coming to. Is, is and he I safe? know that he wants all of his loved ones and all of his disciples and some of his favorite people in the world around him when he comes to and gets the news about his broken finger. So I'm going to get to San Jose right now. I think if I jump on a plane, I could get there before he wakes up. So Brainbusters, I will give you a special report from the hospital bed of Dave Meltzer when I return. All right, please, 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 please tell Uncle Dave Wired sends his best wishes. I will yeah, have thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers from the brain, from the brain Buster universe and all the brainiacs to Uncle Dave. Can I can I make a point? He just said that Uncle Dave uh, said that he was out of surgery, but then he wants to be there before he wakes up. So who tweeted out that Dave? See, this makes no sense. Dave Gonzalez. You are supposed to be gone. I'm looking forward to promos Jeez. from farmers markets, Triple J. How about you? Uh, never been to a farmers market in my life, but uh, you know, if, if they, I, I want to see vignettes at his house where, like, I don't know, may, maybe Daniel Bryan. You know, he needs to use some type of. Uh, you know, what would be good if, like, Eric Roman was just on a stationary bike, just pedaling, powering the refrigerator, keeping all the vegetables warm, or something. Uh, I can't wait. I, to- <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. Like, I just can't wait until uh, Daniel Bryan and uh, uh, Heavy Machinery meet in the back in the backstage area. It's gonna be a great. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm hoping they sell the the uh, new hemp belt on the shop zone. I'm definitely gonna buy the replica uh, Triple J. The first replica belt Long Allen ever buys will be that hemp belt. Yeah, it's definitely a thing of beauty. And uh, Long Island, I believe we've got to start wrapping this up here. A lot of Royal Rumble talk, you know, that that we're trying to give to the audience this week. But we got a lot of news and views to get to also. That's, that's true, Brainiacs. When we return from this short break, we will talk about everything going on in the sport of professional wrestling uh, in the WWE and elsewhere. WWE dominating, obviously, with the Royal Rumble, but lots of big news in uh, the outside world, the outside universe from WWE, AEW in particular, and, and some other big uh, things we need to touch upon. That's all coming up next, right here on Brain Buster Radio. We'll be right back. Creating a podcast is supposed to be easy, but editing the audio and posting the show, setting up the recording, figuring out how to get your podcast to as many places as possible can take all the fun away from it. Pretty Easy Podcast is here to help with all that, though, and help you focus on the fun part of making a podcast. And that would be the content itself. 
That's right. Pretty Easy Podcast produces your show for you. They put it together. The audio, the sound effects, music if you want it. Whatever you need in your show's production, Pretty Easy Podcast takes care of it and it posts your show for you. That way, the only thing you need to worry about is speaking, doing the show. Just do the show and Pretty Easy Podcast takes care of the rest and takes your direction as well. Have your podcast recorded, edited, and distributed by someone with over a decade of talk radio and podcasting experience. Why spend the time and energy, right? Why spend the time and energy learning all the software to edit your audio and learning about how to spread your podcast onto all the different platforms when you could have someone help you out at a very, very low cost. Studio quality too. Sound great. Have a great produced show and do it from the comfort of your own home if you want. Pretty Easy Podcast works with clients all over the world, including this show, and they help people put together their shows and get their message out there. Getting your podcast, the one you've always thought about starting but never had the time or energy, you have someone who has your back now at prettyeasypodcasts.com. Get started today. This guy. This guy's responsible for the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Davenport, Iowa zone. The architect. Everything you see at WrestleMania 34, New Orleans, from Bourbon Street to that big ass dome. Oh yeah. Everybody walking around talking about professional wrestling, how it's the hottest thing in the world right now. It all started at WrestleMania 31 with this guy. This guy right here, two-tone hair, two-tone hair, but he only has, he has one thing about him that makes him him. And that is that he is the fucking man. That's the man. Seth Rollins. Tyler Black to some. The greatest, the greatest WrestleMania moment that ever happened was when Seth Rollins interfered at WrestleMania 31 and cashed in the money in the bank contract. Right when Brock was about to win. 30 seconds away from Roman Reigns winning the title. And Seth Rollins stole it. He ended the shield. The shield. The greatest group in professional wrestling since the New World Order. Look at this. Just talking about the man. Goosebumps. Because that's the man. The guy we're all here for this weekend. And this weekend, the man, he's going to have not one, not two, not three. What is that? Four? Five stars. <laughs> in an Intercontinental Championship match that is going to steal the show. Stop it, Against the Miz and Finn Balor. Seth Rollins is going to win the Intercontinental Championship. And he's going to steal WrestleMania again. To the fucking man, Seth Rollins. Yeah! Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> fucking hate you, Wired. <laughs> this week on Brain Buster Radio Headlines AEW, have they signed two coveted free agents? Brock Lesnar, where will he go next? And a, a couple of big names leaving WWE. 
This week, Brain Buster Radio headlines are brought to you, Brainiacs, by the good folks at Marburger Toast Roasters. Marburger Toast Roasters. They'll teach you how to give a good toast, whether you're a best man or maid of honor at a wedding, whether you're speaking in a corporate environment, or if you're drunk standing on the corner of a street. Marburger Toast Roasters. Learn how to speak publicly. All right, Triple J, first things up. Uh, two big names leaving WWE. One immediately and one after WrestleMania. Hideo Itami, Dean Ambrose, both both announced to not be re-signing with the WWE. Yeah, yes, allegedly, that's the news out there. Hideo is calling me. Allegedly, it's it's announced. Alleg- that allegedly. announced New WWE.com, Triple J, check it out. Allegedly, the Hideo Itami, that, that's just a... That's a strange story. Uh, I'd like to get Moose Mark back on here someday and discuss that with him because this guy, I mean, Wired, remember, they had Hulk Hogan announcing, you know, in the ring with a then Kenta. They had the biggest star ever. And this guy, you know, I guess half of it was, you know, unfortunate injuries, which no one, no one can prevent those type of things. But did they ever set him up for success? I mean, what? He was on Raw one time, I believe, uh, to tag with Finn Balor. And then they put him on a program that nobody watches. I think uh, Triple J, from my experience, and I came back into the world of professional wrestling around WrestleMania 30, and that, and that was the first big signing, I think, that was on the WWE Network that everybody was super excited about was Kenta. Kenta has arrived, and we have signed him. And then they made him, they put him, and then as soon as they put him on NXT television, he announced his new name, and nobody knew what the hell he was talking about. And I think ever since that day, things have not gone well uh, for I, Hideo I Tommy. I, I disagree with that. I, I don't well, think it was it was the name. It was well, what I'm he, saying. He is was the buzz until, was gone. The buzz was gone. It was no longer Kenta. It was now Hideo Itami. He was hot and, until he got injured, and he was out forever. And he came back and worked with Bobby Roode in a program that seemingly no one really cared about. I, I just I don't know what could have happened with this man. I, I I feel bad for him. We you know I had the privilege of meeting this man during WrestleMania last year, and he just didn't seem like he really wanted to be there. Well, you probably uh, didn't respect him. That, that's what <laughs> I gave him the utmost respect. I bowed in front of him and everything. No, you don't. Uh, I no, I don't. Or no, I didn't. Hmm. Um, regardless, I I just don't see. Uh, good luck to the guy. I mean, and he is gone. Triple J. Sorry, don't don't hold on to that anymore. Allegedly. Uh, Hideo is gone. Kenta is back on the market, and you know he'll keep wrestling because that's what he does. Uh, You know, I think because could it have been that he was exceeding 205 pounds and and WWE wasn't going to give him a chance at wrestling anywhere else and he was tired of of keeping in that cruiserweight weight range, Dr. Kalsonis? I don't know if you saw – from from the stands, but Hideo Tommy definitely looked well over two oh five in the in his match at the Royal Rumble. I mean, last time I checked, almost everybody looks like they're over two oh five on two oh five. So you know. Yeah, Finn Balor weighed in at one ninety five against Brock Lesnar, which was surprising. Uh Kenta, where's he go next, Triple J? I I think he's he's going back to the to the motherland. I, I don't know if you see him in Anoki's group or, or Baba's group or uh, one of those other outliers. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I believe you'll see him back in the States. People may bring him in for a one-off. But uh, I, I think he's going to go back home. I agree with you. I think he's going to go back to 
to Japan. I don't know which group he'll be with. Uh, maybe it'll be a fair trade. You know, with uh, you know, we're hearing that uh, Kushida is coming to WWE, so maybe a new allegedly. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't maybe even know if that's alleged. Uh, <laughs> maybe New Japan could score them Kenta. I don't know, but uh, I. You know, the, the, they were few and far between, but there were some memorable moments with Hideo Itami in WWE. And I'm Who proud to say. Who the fuck beat him up in the, in the parking lot? That's what I want to know. But I'm, oh I'm just Maybe glad I was. I'm glad I was there to witness one of the very last go to sleeps that will ever be done in the WWE. Yeah, San Jose. Yeah, where he debuted it. And then they banned the move forever uh, after he broke Brian, the Brian Kendrick's face. The other big Allegedly. news of the week. WWE.com <laughs> reports this is not alleged. What's with all the denying of of, of truth t- today on Brain well, Radio? Well, in surgery, so uh, you know we we really can't can't trust what we're hearing. Well, trust this: the new WWE.com reports Dean Ambrose will not re-sign when his contract is up with the WWE in April. A shocker this week, Triple J. Do you believe this? The WWE's announced it. This yes, is a one hundred percent work here. When have they ever done that? When have they ever announced on their website, "Hey, in in two or three months, one of the top That's stars true. is not going to resign." Yep. If you believe this, then you probably believe that OJ didn't do it. <laughs> hey, man, not guilty, bro. Not guilty, bro. What the hell's up with? I have I have no shot next week in court if you're going to say shit like that. I, I'm you not the judge. Say- I'm not the judge. I know. So that's the judge said that. But uh, I mean, does anybody on this program believe that Dean Ambrose is not going? Oh, I know that makes sense. Time. Triple J. Last last person that said that they were going to leave about two months of and they did was yeah that was CM Punk and and they didn't leave. Yeah, uh, well, I'm with you. I'm with you. Look, it's going to depend on look. Chris Jericho had the same kind of issue where his wasn't a work. Right and and they WCW took him off television, right? So we're gonna see what happens. Dean Ambrose, if he gets taken off television, I mean, do you really want to promote somebody who um, who's not gonna be on your television anymore? Come after WrestleMania? Did you just let him sit out the rest of his contract? What do you do with the man if this is right? If this is true. Uh, Triple J, I mean, you bring up a good point, but at the same time, it just feels too real. Who knows? Who knows? I, I'd, I'd run the wheels off him. It, it, you know, <laughs> I, I'd, get the, I'd get the most out of him. Otherwise, what? He's gonna be sitting on the couch. Uh, you know, watching pawn stores collecting checks. I'm gonna say Dean Ambrose <laughs> is gone. This is this is there's big business now. Uh, Do you think competing. Monday was the last we, we've seen of him on on USA? Um, I think so, and I think he'll be uh, at home collecting a couple of months worth of checks. Then he'll be uh, leaving the WWE and be able to negotiate with other organizations. Um, maybe he'll go for a hike in the in the mountains there in the desert, which we know he likes to do. But I believe that the WWE has to do this now because they have investors that they need to uh, keep informed uh, of stuff like this. And with competitors like AEW and Impact Wrestling and New Japan out there, uh, and of course the MMA, you never know. Maybe Dean Ambrose tries his hand to, at Bellator. We saw it. Jack Swagger's doing pretty well in it. Uh, you don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he becomes some sort of uh, a tough mudder competitor. Or maybe he's going to... Maybe Dean Ambrose is quitting the WWE just to compete in the Titan games. I don't know. All he's I know the rough is and rowdy, that, I think. <laughs> or the rough and rowdy. Maybe. <laughs> Dean Ambrose is gone. WWE announced it, and I believe it. Why wouldn't you? 
Dean Ambrose seems, uh, he kind of seems like the guy who, you know, he, let's face it, he's probably made enough money to live how he wants to for the rest of his life. Seems like maybe he would start a, you know, a tow truck company in, in greater Cincinnati and just, Am- just, live, just live out the rest of his life like that. Ambrose Tow Trucking Company? By Booker Crook. They used his real name in the in the press release from WWE Triple J. You did see that, right? Uh, allegedly, that's his real name. Yes. John, you don't think you think that's a worked name, Jonathan Good? Good. <laughs> you think his his parents like Back to the Future a lot? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another. Uh, well, this I guess ties in. These two tie into AEW. Uh, Brock Lesnar is rumored to be negotiating with not only the WWE and UFC, but also All Elite Wrestling whenever his contract's up after WrestleMania. Paul Heyman said as much. And also, there are rumors that All Elite Wrestling has signed the infamous Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix. Uh, That's not official or... Uh, at least the terms haven't been announced, but it appears they'll be a part of AEW. And holy shit, Brock Lesnar could even be a part of AEW. Uh, with those two rumors this week, are you starting to think that All Elite Wrestling is really going to be able to flex some monetary muscle, Triple J? Well, they're going to have a lot of stroke. Uh, you know, Tony and Shad, they've got a lot. They've got a lot of money, a lot of green there to throw around. The Brock Lesnar stuff, I'm. I'm not really sure if that's news. I mean, of course, whenever this contract expires, he's going to be looking for the bigger, better deal. You know, the BVD out there, uh, the Lucha Brothers, that would be great to see them at Double or Nothing. Long Island, you and myself, we're still finalizing that deal. I, I think the bigger question here is after Double or Nothing, when are we going to see any of these AEW guys? When is the television show going to start? Because they're they're acquiring talent right now, and what are they going to be doing between now and May? It's how are they going to build up Double or Nothing? Maybe they just do it only on being the elite on YouTube, like they did all all in. It can be done, Triple J. They don't necessarily need TV it, for it that could, one. This this is probably what I said about WrestleMania. Cody and the Bucks could just say we're having a pay per view. <laughs> this state in this city, and, and they'll probably they'll sell s- enough tickets. But for Brock Lesnar, then, if you're able to do that, what kind of contract do you offer Brock Lesnar if you're all elite wrestling wired? How hard do you go after the Beast Incarnate? Uh, I think you go as hard as you can to go after him without actually um, running the risk of him signing the contract. I don't think Brock Lesnar. I don't think AEW wants Brock Lesnar, but I think they want the buzz of trying to get Brock Lesnar. Oh, which who so would? You, you don't think they should? They should go as hard as uh, Triple J watching Sasha, Sasha Banks wrestle, but not as hard as Triple J watching Alexa Bliss Ooh, wrestle. That's hard. Right, that's kind of yeah, yeah. That's because at the end of the day, you know, you still don't want to commit to your commit yourself to something that's probably not best for you. And so AEW is going to throw their name in the hat, probably, or maybe not even. And Brock Lesnar's doing this. Who knows? But enough to get that buzz. But really, in the grand scheme of things, Brock Lesnar talks to everybody. I mean, he, he, he when his contract is up, so he might go talk to the Minnesota Vikings again. We don't know. I mean, well, Laura, you, you make a good point, and maybe this is Paul Heyman just spinning everything to try to get the biggest deal out of there. Would it be? Wouldn't it seem like this would be against or contradictory to AEW's mantra? You know, they don't want just part-time guys. 
Well, their mantra right now seems to be we only have part-time wrestling, so that might actually work for them if they get Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, right now they only have one-time wrestling. <laughs> uh, the Lucha Brothers come into AEW. They've wrestled for every major promotion pretty much except WWE. Uh, Dr. Calsonis, do, do you feel like they should be called the Lucha Brothers? Are they worthy of being – are these two – the embodiment of Lucha. What are your thoughts on Pentagon and Phoenix? I've never heard you speak on them. Yo, 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 let you speak on Pentagon and his brother Phoenix. Well, I don't know why they're not called Lucha Hermanos, but I guess it makes <laughs> sense. Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of them. They've been they've been in Lucha Underground and all this stuff. They've been doing great stuff. I mean, I like them. I like Pentagon. I haven't really seen much of Phoenix, but I heard he's really good. And, and but just change the name to Lucha Hermanos and we're good. And you think they're essential for all elite wrestling? Do they have to go there? They don't have to, I don't think. But I mean, I don't know. AEW looks like it's ready to blow up, so why not? Why not be there when it first starts to? Right? What would it be like, Triple J, if if one day staring across from Brock Lesnar in the ring was Pentagon Junior showing him cero miedo puto and then slapping him in the face do you think we might see that one day that i you're not going to see it in an AEW ring i'll say that much it could only happen in a wwe ring but yeah i would love to see it before brock just killed him <laughs> i don't know with with that if Brock's running into the corners of any more tables, he's not going to – eventually someone's going to beat him. It won't be Seth Rollins, but someone will. Someone's definitely going to beat Brock Lesnar. Uh, unless I missed any uh, headlines there, Triple J wired uh, Dr. Calsonis. I, I think we're ready to uh, spill some blood here, and there's a lot of blood I want to shed after that Royal Rumble. Yeah, I believe that's all time will permit us. All one. right, Brainiacs, tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. If you have a hot tip that we need to be talking about and discussing in Brainbuster Radio headlines, let us know at the Brainbusters on Twitter, Instagram, Junior, and Facebook. That's where you could reach out to us and uh, let your voice be heard, be a part of the show. Without further ado, it's time to close this thing up the right way, and that is with one of those epic, epic, bloody messes. We call Falls Count Anywhere. Now at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, we now know that Daniel Bryan will be defending that hemp and wood and aquarium pebble WWE Championship against five other individuals inside the chamber. You've got Samoa Joe. Who knows how loud this guy's music's going to be. You've got the Viper, Randy Orton, who cannot decide how long he wants his hair to be. You've got the phenomenal AJ Styles, the man that took that devastating claw slam this past week. You got the Enigma with his Creatures of the Nights, his synapses firing on all cylinders, Jeff Hardy. And you've got Mustafa Ali. Now, I can't tell you if he's the heart or if he was the soul of 205 Live. This guy had one hell of a showing in the Royal Rumble, eliminating Nakamura and then eventually getting tossed out by Nia Jax, which nothing to be ashamed of in that. Now, if Mustafa Ali, if he can grease some palms and do a couple favors, and if it works out where he's the last one coming into the chamber and maybe Joe's gone, 
Maybe Orton's gone. Maybe those two cancel each other out. This guy has a hell of a chance if he can go one-on-one with Daniel Bryan. But again, it's all in the luck of the draw. Brainiacs in his eye. A man called Wired. And, and yes, I was in Phoenix. Me and the doctor were, were there to enjoy ourselves. It was a great weekend at you know NXT at uh, the Royal Rumble. So we, we had a great time. We, we had a great time. But what we really had a great time in was WWE access. And I'll tell you what. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how cool you think you are. Who, who you think you are. I don't, I don't care. Because if you go to WWE access, you get to actually meet the friendlier side of most of these WWE superstars. And, and I personally really enjoyed meeting Samoa Joe, Rhea Ripley, uh, Dana Brooke, the Good Brothers, uh, Peyton Royce. She says hi, by the way. Sorry, she couldn't meet the uh, the Thanksgiving dinner that one time, Triple J. Um, but th- th- these are genuinely good people. And, and I truly enjoy access every single time I go. So, so, so who cares? It's, it's not a, it's not a Mark thing to do. It's not a stupid thing to do. Just go there, have some fun. Uh, Cause I've never seen the doctor as excited as I saw him when he met Oscar. All right. I'm going to say it. A man called wired is a secret Seth Rollins fan. Yep. I have proof too. When we were driving to Whataburger, I heard him whisper, I think I like Seth Rollins. And I said, what? He said, nothing. When we were at Axis at the Superstore, I was looking around trying to find an Oscar doll, like any grown man would. I saw a man called Wired looking at the Seth Rollins section and then adjusting his pants. And then at WrestleMania 31, we were first WrestleMania. Seth Rollins ends up cashing in. He gets the belt. He's the champion. We were all booing. But I looked to my right and I saw a man called Wired cheering. And then this time he wins the Royal Rumble. We go to the Royal Rumble. I told the man called Wired, no, I do not want to go. But a man called Wired kept insisting and insisting to go up to this Royal Rumble because he knew he would win the Rumble. And he pretends and he acts like he hates Seth Rollins. But we all know that that's a lie he's just trying to fit in just like that clip he heard after the commercial break he made long allen ice tea a man who hates seth rollins say all these great things as a punishment because a man called wired knew that he couldn't say it because he wasn't man enough to admit he loves seth rollins i can't wait for a man called wired's trial and i hope i get to testify Brainiacs, quick Long Island tip. When I am looking for something to watch in between Raw and SmackDown and NXT and NXT UK and 205 Live and Ring of Honor and New Japan World and MLW and WOW on Axis TV and, well, a lot of other live current pro wrestling... I find myself sitting around twiddling my thumbs sometimes saying, what can I watch? And luckily, on the WWE Network, there's something that is really perfect for your Saturday mornings, and I highly recommend it to you. Because the WWE has added 
hours upon hours of the greatest Saturday morning show that ever, ever existed. WWF Superstars is now on the WWE Network, and it is a absolute must-watch, especially if you have young children. Why run the risk of allowing your child to watch some kind of new Nickelodeon or Disney channel that might be riddled with subliminal messages and propaganda to get you to buy shit that you don't want to have to buy for your kid. Instead, have them watch WWF Superstars on the WWE Network. It's a great program that's going to really allow your child to be influenced by some of the greatest superstars of all time, like the Berserker, the Repo Man, the Ultimate Warrior, the Bushwhackers, and many more. Go to the WWE Network right now. Go to the Vault section. Go to WWF Superstars. Add it to your watch list. And I recommend watching it every single Saturday morning. Uh, this just in. You're a liar, doctor. Doctor, doctor, this just in. Uh... You have been summoned to testify next week. Oh, uh, word, word. In Brainbuster Radio Court uh, during the debate Man, on whether or not you, there's... Co- you're, you're such a liar. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're, you're worse than Seth Rollins, doctor. <laughs> you worst, know what I hear from that? Worse. You know what I hear? 